Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. You know, entering into a new year is not as important as how you make the year work for you. I just wanted to bring to your attention, and I've been saying it from last week, that any year doesn't hold any good thing for you. 2023 doesn't have any good thing for you. It is what you make 2023 be. That is what it will be for you. If any year has any good thing, 2022 would have been awesome. Some complained, some did not. 2021, some complained, some did not. 2023 might be the same. But then there is a way. The best way to enter a new year, a switch, is not entirely prayer. It is entirely his word, divine instruction into another year. You see, prayer is important, but prayer doesn't bring transformation. Yes, sir. What brings transformation according to the word of God is the word of God. The Bible says that be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Next year is going to be amazing. Let me tell you something here. The devil is so wild. I just want to tell you, that guy is not a respecter of persons. If you have been joking with God, you have been joking with your life, the guy is in to destroy. And you are going to hear a lot of news from the month of May. It's going to be amazing. You will see a lot of chaos, a lot of things happening. I saw a vision and I saw hell. And I saw, I saw them work faster than ever before. And I asked the Lord, what is happening? They said they understand the time is nigh. So they want to work faster than before. But unfortunately, those that he's after are not believers, are not unbelievers. Those that he's after are believers because for the unbelievers, he has them already. The Bible says that be, be sober and vigilant for your adversary, the devil, is roaring like a lion, seeking whom he may devour. Now he is not looking for unbelievers to devour. He is looking for believers, you know, to devour. What I want to tell you and what I want you to take away as you enter into the following year, the earlier you take your life serious, the life God has given you as the born-again life in this earthly body, the earlier you take it seriously and stop joking around, the better. And after tonight, I'm sure when you go back home, you hear a lot of prophets saying these things I'm saying to you. 
Satan is in to, to destroy. Most of the things we ever heard of in subsequent years are going to see them in double fold. Because the year 2020 was actually a year of celebration. He sees the mouth of believers with COVID. He sees it. Today I was studying and the Lord said, check, go back and check the book of Revelation 5. Then I went there. Then he said, check the seven seals. Then when I look at the seals, I saw one of the, I think the second, the, the second one that was, either the first or second, I don't remember. And what happened was that there was famine. Maybe after tonight, I will, I'll have time and share with you the seven seals. And you understand, thank God that Jesus was the one that took the seal. Because what was hidden behind each seal was the agenda of the enemy. But Jesus took the seal and he himself broke the seal by himself. So that, you know, the Bible says that he was a lamb that, that looked at he had been slain. So by his blood, he took the seal from the father. So that he could redeem the believers. So that in times of famine, in times of disaster, the Antichrist was the first one that was sitting on the horse that was living. But he has redeemed us from the power of the Antichrist. That's why Jesus did what he did. If there is any news you want to hear for 31st night, don't be anyone that said, okay, I just want to enter 12 o'clock. You have been entering into 12 o'clock. That is not important. The important thing is the agenda. The Bible says that the devil cometh not but to steal. He won't come unless there is something for him to steal. Unless there is something for him to kill and to destroy. I'm telling you the devil we are dealing with. If you have joked with life, living all kinds of life, fornication, adultery here and there, I'm telling you, the guy is in to destroy. May he not destroy you before the rapture. As I was studying, then the Holy Spirit said to me, tell them these three nuggets. Normally, people, is it by, by 1st of January, people are going to live life as if this is the new life they are ever living. But, but it's no new life. It's just the year that is starting up. And everybody's looking for success, isn't it? Can I tell you something? Success is not the prerogative of Christians. Success is for everybody that decides to be successful. Whether you are born again or not. And I can tell you, and I've been telling, I've been telling you guys you know, for some months now, that there are a lot of unbelievers who are more successful than Christians. Yes, Bill Gates is not a Christian. There are a lot of rich guys around who are successful in their businesses. They are successful. They are not Christians. So the fact that you are a Christian and sleeping and not doing what you ought to do. You see, you being a Christian places you at a higher advantage. Because the Bible says that, do you know the laws of the universe? That can you cause them to, in, to, 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 to affect the earth? So we stand in the place of Christ. Where we make the success upon the earth so easy for us to, to succeed and enjoy it. But unfortunately, we make it look like it is the unbelievers that have, you know, this prerogative and not us. And so we sit and we pray, and the more we pray, the more unsuccessful we become. And I would think it's the devil. I'm telling you, it is not the devil. If you, if you know who you are as a born again, you know that Satan is, is not in your league. Satan is somewhere under your feet. 
But it takes ignorance to make you feel it is the devil that is causing you not to have money. It is the devil that is causing you not to get married. It is the devil that is causing you. You are giving all credence, all, all blessings to the devil. When actually it is not him. One of the major problems of believers is not the devil. The devil is not our problem. Because there are a lot of scriptures that tells you that even when you don't pray, God protects you from the devil. Psalm 23, uh, Psalm um, 91, he, tell, he told you, the verse 3, he said, and I will deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome person. He didn't say pray. God says when you get into the snare, God says I will protect you. I will bring you out. He didn't say pray. Are you with me? But you see, what makes you not enjoy the life of success which we hope to enjoy is ignorance. Ignorance of a lot of things. Are you with me? But let me help you. What I'm doing is prophetic. You're going to start the year well with the word of God. And you are going to continue with the word of God and you are going to end it well with the word of God. So that in 2023, when God is crowning the year with his goodness, you know that the word started with me and the word ended with me. So I'm going to share three nuggets with you. And I want you to take it very important. And, um, and make sure you walk with it from today. Forget about 2022 and whatever you did not receive. And whatever you did not achieve. And whatever you did not have. For the born again, there is nothing like a lost product. We lose nothing. That is what Psalm 23 tells you. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I lose nothing. Whatever you couldn't get, if you can understand by revelation, you can gain whatever you lost five years ago, even today. So, all you need is understanding of what God has for you. The word of God. Now, the first thing, I'm going to talk about three things. The first one I want you to know is that as you begin this year, know who you are in Christ. That is the first one. And there are a whole lot of scriptures that you must deliberately lay hold on. Sometimes people say, oh, I know who I am in Christ, etc. But when you dig further and you begin to dig further, you understand that they did not hold. Even the words you speak can tell that you don't even know who you are. Are you with me? Now, the Bible says, the first thing you need to know, the Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, the Bible tells you, and that is, that is your beginning, the Bible tells you that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The Bible says, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Ladies and gentlemen, everything about you has become new. In your spirit. Why is this important? Because if you don't know this, Satan will use the old things that are passed away. He will bring it back to your consciousness to tell you that before you became born again, 20 years ago, you had some abortion. And whatever you are suffering today is as a result of what happened to you. You used to do this, you used to do that. And all these things are what are coming back to you. You don't know this devil. There are a lot of people that say Satan is a fool. He's not. The Bible doesn't describe the, describe the devil as a fool. The Bible says the devil is 
old wise. Wise, serpent. He's wiser than some men. Listen, the only place where you are wiser than the devil is when you stay in the place of the word of God. When you stay outside the word of God, the devil is wiser. Go and ask Adam and Eve. The Bible says that God created, found a place in the east of Eden. And God created a beautiful garden. It was called paradise. And God gave, the Bible says, and God handed over this garden and whatever it contained. He handed it over to Adam in Genesis 1 verse 31. The Bible says that, and when God was done with everything, the Bible says God said everything he had created or he had made was very good. From that day, the Bible says God handed everything over to Adam. But the point is that Adam did not enjoy it. See, you can receive a prophecy, you might not enjoy it. God can say a lot of things about you. You can receive prophecy. You are, you are getting this. You are going to get married. You are going to have a child. You are going to, it might not happen. How it comes to pass, you need to be part of it. It needs your involvement. You play around with it, it doesn't happen. So there are a lot of us, we have a lot of prophecies. This, this prophet has said, and, and, and you know, strangely, if you have six prophets, everybody will say the same thing that, you know, but none of them come to pass. You know why? It's not because the word of God is not correct. It's not because the prophet's words are falling to the ground. It's not because the prophet is not powerful because there's no powerful man of God. It's not because of any of these things. It's because the person is not involved in making sure the thing comes to pass. It's like the word of God. You have the Bible in your, in your hands. You read them. You study them. But they will never come to pass until you work the word. The Bible says that by his stripes you were healed. And the healing is already in your body. In your, sorry, in your, in your spirit. When your stomach is paining you. When the lady was talking about when she was having, you know, um, the, the stomach ulcer. I, I was sitting right here and Anita was praying for her there. And they prayed and prayed. And then, then she came to me. And I had to say, you get out. And then, and then they left her immediately. My point is that if we had not prayed for her, we would have carried her to the hospital. There, it's a choice. It is either I use my faith based on what the word of God has said or they carry me. When they carry me, I will spend money. It is either I save money and use my faith or I don't use my faith and I spend money. Or what do you like? <laughs> listen what what will be will be will not be I hope you've heard that statement before what will be will be it's a foolish talk what will be will not be if what will be will be the kind of houses you'll be living in and the, cars, the kind of cars you would have parked here what will be will not be unless you make it be are you with me so one of the first things you need to understand is that I am a new creation. All things are passed away. Satan, you cannot bring my past back to me. I refuse to hear your voice. I am new and as far as God is concerned, there is nothing old about me. Are you with me? Hmm. That is the first thing you need to know. Now the second one you need to know when Mike was singing, he mentioned it in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 24. The Bible says that Put on the new man, which after God is recreated in righteousness and in true holiness. She was in the TPT. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. He said, and to be transformed as you embrace the glorious Christ within as your new life. And live in union with him. For God has recreated you all over again in his perfect righteousness. And you now belong to him in the realm of true holiness. Now, the Bible is saying that the kind of recreation that you have received now, it is not really that of your father and your mother. That one is beyond, <laughs> is beyond the rule and the power of the, of the devil. It's not beyond the, the rule of the power of the, of the enemy. But there is a, a life, there is a new creation that you have received. That is the true you. The real you is not your body. The real you is your spirit. And that spirit that you have now, it has been created just like God is. So as holy as God is, that is how your, your new creation has become. As righteous as God is, that is who you have become. Why is this important? Why would the Bible leave these two out of everything and mention, leave every, every other thing and mention these two and say that you are recreated, you know, after God? In what? Righteousness and in holiness. Because when your adversary, Satan, is coming against you, Satan doesn't come against your money. Satan doesn't come against your, your work. No, that's not how he works. Study the Bible. He doesn't work like that. Satan will always go to the source. What gives you that money? What makes your business flourish? He will always look for the source and go there. If the devil can make you know you are very unholy, he's killed you. Why is, it, why is it important? Because the more unholy you are, the more you feel you cannot pray to a holy God. The more you think that you own same fata. The more you think you are not worthy enough. The more as you are in prayer, as you are praying, the more you pray, the more Satan brings certain pictures to you. To come and tell you that, hey, this prayer will not work. The more you suffer, the more Satan comes to tell you that, you see, your suffering is because of that, is because of this, and is because of that. Because you don't know who you are in Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, my holiness is not as a result of what I did. My holiness is as a result of how I was created. I was created holy, as holy as God. That is how I am. Are you with me? And then he said, in righteousness, show King James, it shows it clearly. King James, look at it. He said, created in righteousness and in true holiness. I've talked about the holiness. How about the righteousness? <laughs> righteousness stands for, you know, right standing with God. What it means is that when God sees you, there's nothing wrong with you. There, see, there are a lot of us, we sing certain songs. A, lot, a whole lot of songs, a whole lot of prayer. Lord, you know, you know I'm not worthy to receive this. You know I'm not worthy. Anytime you begin to pray this, ladies and gentlemen, Satan is, is, is dealing with you. Anytime the devil makes you feel you are not worthy in any way, he's about to deal with you. He's about to devour you. That's what the Bible says. He said your adversary, your antidecos, the one that is against your righteousness. The day you became born again, the Bible says that you became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Whatever righteousness God has, that is what you have. How right God is, that is how you are. 
And so when God sees you, the reason why your prayer must be answered is not literally because of the prayer. It's because of who you are in Christ. And how he sees you in, <laughs> how he sees you in Christ. I'm telling you, I love to pray. I pray more. I pray. But you see, prayer in itself is not what gives you result. What actually gives you result is what you are saying in Christ. It is everything you are doing in Christ. Because you see, outside Christ, you are unqualified. Are you with me? Every believer qualifies in Christ. Now, when we say every believer qualifies in Christ, what it means is that every result, if Jesus prays a prayer, assuming you are saying, God, you know, give me this, uh, this chair. Assuming Jesus, Jesus was the one that was praying and said, Lord, Father, give me this chair. Of course, Jesus has never even prayed that prayer before. I've never, have you read the Bible and say, Jesus, Jesus ever prayed and say, give me? No, he, he never does that because he understands his right. That is why believers are not supposed to be praying and say, Lord, give me. Believers take. Now, you take because, you see, everything you are looking for, because of your righteousness and your holiness, all things are made available for you just to take. And there is a way to take in the spirit by giving thanks for it. The Bible says that an Abraham was not weak in faith. But the Bible says that he was strong in faith, giving glory unto God. The way we take in the spirit is to give thanks. If you are praying over this microphone and you want to take, stop saying, God, give me the microphone. Why should God give you a microphone when the microphone already belongs to you? Why, is the why does the microphone belong to you? Because everything belongs to Christ. And everything that belongs to Christ belongs to you. Because the Bible says, for we are joint heirs with Christ. So what belongs to Christ belongs to me. So why then do I say, give me when I can take what belongs to me? Do you want to succeed in 2023? You must change the way you do things. In our schools or in academics, they say that if you do, if you get the same result based on the same thing you do every day, if you want a different result, change the way you do the thing. Is that correct? You don't understand why you force, you try, but the more you go, there are some of us that say that there's a spirit that doesn't make me complete things. Everything I start, I cannot finish. And this thing has been here one year, two, 2010, 2011, 20, you know, it has continued up to 2022. In 2023, you think that you will end. You will not end because you are still doing the same old thing that gave you that result. You must learn to do new things. And I came to announce to you, change the way you pray. And change the way you look at things. Stop saying, God, give me. Don't ever say that again. Don't ever say that again. God, give me. You see, when you read the English, give me or asking, you know, asking is not the asking you know in English. The Greek means demand. You demand it. This is yours. So you demand to take it. That is what it means in the Greek. So when you enter into prayer, you don't enter into prayer as though you are begging God for something. The believer does not beg God for anything. The believer enters into prayer and begins to take that which is dearest. That is why today some people are sick and they say, oh God, heal me. 
for God to heal you is for you to ask for healing. But the born again is not supposed to be asking for healing. The born again is to be taking healing. Because by his stripes you were healed. The healing was made available for you. The spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. That same spirit. Why is this thing happening? Because the church is getting to that point where we are showcasing and magnifying the glory of God. The Bible says in the last days, it says that God shall show through his church his manifold wisdom. So Satan will hit you with sickness. You take it and you throw it away. He will hit you with headache. You take it, you throw it away. He will hit you with ulcer. You take it and you throw it away. And the more you do it, the more the devil is confused because he does not understand. Why? Because we are magnified and showcasing the manifold wisdom of God. Because there's coming the pestilence. That's what the Bible says. The seventh angel holding the seventh seal. There's coming a pestilence which is a, which is much more than COVID. And he said, and I saw hell, and I saw he said, I saw locusts come out of hell, and when they came out of hell, they became like dragons, and they began to stink. We are we don't know when it is coming, but we are waiting for it. But you see that thing that is happening, the Bible did not write it so that Christians will be shocked or Christians will be afraid. They are just telling you that there is an opportunity to be healing people because the more people are sick of that matter, that sicknesses or diseases, that is when you showcase the glory of God in healing them. Are you with me? (laughs) Yeah, so you must understand who you are in Christ. You You are born, you are being recreated in the image of God. In his holiness and his what? And his righteousness. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Hmm. And then the Bible says in Ephesians 1 3, the Bible says that you are blessed with all spiritual blessings. Now, this is another area where Satan uses to get a lot of hope, a lot of people. Today, a lot of Christians, ladies are sleeping with men for money, doing men, boys are doing, you know, duping people for money, etc. You know, there is coming an age where the devil that uses you to work will expose you. Why do people do that? Why do Christians do that? Because they don't think they are blessed. Why do they think they are not they are, why do they think they are not blessed? Because they don't have cash in their pocket. Who says when you don't have cash in your pocket, you are you are poor? You see, actually, there is no poor Christian. There is no poor Christian. When you believe this way, you see, you want to have money in your pocket. That's when you think you have money or you are blessed. But blessing has nothing to do with money. Actually, if you know the meaning of blessing, blessing actually means that pronouncing of favorable words. That's what blessing means. So I give you an example. The Bible says that and when Isaac was blessing his children, Jacob and Esau, now the Bible says that Isaac was blessed. We know in Genesis chapter twenty-six, the Bible says that, and Isaac went for, was great. He went forward until he became very great. You know the story. But when he was blessing his children, he did not give them lands. He did not give them cattle. He did not give them you know gold nor silver. The Bible says that Isaac Jacob came to him, and then he released blessing. He pronounced favorable words upon his child when isaac uh, jacob was leaving because esau will kill him the bible never recorded he said he took unto him a few clothes and a staff 
and the guy left. He didn't carry land. He didn't carry cattle. <laughs> he didn't carry gold. He didn't carry any of them. Hmm? But the Bible says that and Jacob became so blessed. And the Bible says everything he touched became blessed. He was rearing the, the animals in, in his father-in-law's house. When you see the offsprings of the, of the animals that Jacob was looking after, compared to Laban, you realize that Jacob's own were, were so big, so big. And, and the father-in-law was envious. Because blessing is spirit. And it is released in the physical means. Listen, anybody that cannot use money to heal themselves, they are the poorest people ever. And there are a whole lot of rich people. A few years ago, one of our vice presidents died. You remember? He was training and he died. He fell. If it has to do with money, they could have healed him. They could have saved him. But money, no amount of money could save his life. That alone tells you how wretched man is. But you see, there is a healing virtue in man. That is more richer than any physical cash you can ever find. And if believers will open their eyes and stop, you see, the world can't teach you who you are. Stop allowing the world to tell you who you are. Stop allowing the world to tell you you don't have thousand Ghana cities in your pocket so you are not rich. And they show you a car. and not, No, that is not it. You see, every believer, the Bible said that he became poor. That we become rich by his death. So the day you became born again, Jesus, through Jesus' death, you became rich. That's what the Bible says. And you must accept it. That I am blessed with all. Listen, you are blessed with all. All spiritual blessings in heavenly places. How do I see the blessing? The Bible says, and, and God was with Joseph. Let me just show you this story. Joseph was a prisoner. In fact, he was a slave. Look at it. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him bought him, bought him, so he was a slave of the hands of the Ishmaelite which had brought him down Tita, uh huh go on and the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man please there is no slave that is prosperous how can he become prosperous because your kind of prosperity is related to material things but the prosperity of God is what comes out of you. <laughs> prosperity is not really what is out there. Prosperity is what comes out of you. Because you see the Bible said that Joseph was bought. And he has come into his master's house. There is no slave who works and gets paid. Joseph was not paid for us to say that maybe he was saving his money. The guy was not saving any money. He was a mere slave. But the Bible said there was something that he had. The Lord was with him. And he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. The, his master. Look at the next one. Quickly. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. 
May people see that God is with you. His master saw that the Lord was with him. And the Lord has done what? Uh, uh, you are not here. Let's read one go. And the Lord, uh-huh. The Lord made all that he did to prosper. All that he did to prosper. There is a portion I'm going to talk about about discipline. Listen. <laughs> when God is with you, you are a prosperous man. Now, in our time as born again, God is not only with us. He's in you. You carry God. No, if anybody tell, listen, listen, it's, it's a lie. We, we have been lied all these while. My father is a man of God. I've, I've been doing this ministry for the past 18 years. I, I understand this. I grew like Joshua in the house of God. And I've seen where every year we have things we want to see. We have things we want to achieve. What do you call it? Resolutions. You have plans. And when it starts from January, first week of January, it looks like it's happening. But I'm just giving you one month. After January, you realize that the thing are Then you think it's the fasting and prayer in January. That will change anything. Fasting and prayer in January really does not change anything. It actually puts you in motion. The fasting and prayer in January, it doesn't do anything to the month, to the year. <laughs> it actually keeps you sober and keeps your antenna alert so that you can hear from God and walk in. The Bible says that do not be wise in your own eyes. He said, acknowledge me and I will direct your path. So you see, the year is not too far. It's not too long. Because if you calculate it in God's years. Because one day is thousand. So 365 days. In the thousands is seconds. So this one year is nothing. Before the Lord. See. I am tired. Of living and having the same experiences. The reason why God asked me to start this ministry. Is because I am tired. Look, I became so tired of seeing the same thing over and over. People are always speaking hope. Fine. Things go be. And the devil is always ruling. And I became so tired. When it comes to prayer, maybe you pray. I used to pray. My minimum prayer was six hours every day. My maximum prayer was 12 hours. Prayer. Why? Because I wanted to break through. Like they tell you, break through. <laughs> You cannot break through without knowledge. Who, why are you breaking through? In fact, you even need knowledge to be able to know where to break. We have just copied anyhow. He said, much more they that shall receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. The Bible says they shall reign in this life. There should be a time in your life where money doesn't become your obstacle. For the Christian, money, money, the Bible calls it mammonas. Money shouldn't be your Lord. The day you get to understand who you are in Christ, Satan doesn't play with you in those, in those respects. 
Otherwise, you feel I'm a Christian because there is money. The, the day there's no money, you are no, no, more, no more Christian. When I was in a local church, you know, when it's time for testimony, those that God will give some thousand Ghana cities, you see all of them here, like the testimony. Hey, and I thank God that I received money. And thousand Ghana, and ten thousand. Next week, no money. They don't come. You see? So now they are not Christians any longer. Then they are angry. Hallelujah. You are blessed. The Bible says that you are blessed with all spiritual blessings. I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings. In heavenly places. And I love the way he added, he added the heavenly places. It means that if you go into the heavens, the highest of the heavens, if there is any blessing in the highest of the heavens, the furthest you could go, the blessings available in the heavens is what has been given to you. The question is, who can stop you then? Not, listen, nobody can stop your blessing. Because you see, you can only stop what I am about to receive. If I want to give this to Angie, then Mike has the opportunity to what? Hit it from my hand. Because you are about to cut a lambano. But you see, the blessing we are talking about, not, you know, they lie to people. They tell you somebody has taken your blessing. Have you heard that before? Please listen to me carefully. Nobody can take anybody's blessing from me. Nobody can take anybody's glory. Glory cannot be taken. Blessings cannot be taken. Don't let anybody collect your money by deceiving you in that manner. And ask you to come and sow some seed. So that that blessing will come. The blessing God is talking about. The day he was giving birth to you. That was when he deposited that blessing into your spirit. So you already have that blessing. You already have that glory. Listen. It is never recorded anywhere in the Bible. That somebody stole somebody's blessing. Or somebody's glory. You will be telling me Jacob and Esau, right? But Esau didn't steal Jacob's blessing. He exchanged it for cocoa. Is he stealing? Chief, if you want my iPhone 5 and I want your iPhone 14 and I say, okay, let me give you jollof rice. Then you give me iPhone 14. Then you collected the jollof, you ate. And you gave me your iPhone 14. Have I stolen your 14? Have you stolen my blessing? No. 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 The Bible has never mentioned any of that. But I hear somebody has taken your blessing. They have taken it under the water, mommy water, in the marine world. And they have locked with a padlock. And, you know, a whole lot of nonsense. There's nothing like that. I'm telling you, change your prayer topic. And change your confessions. <laughs> There's no glory. People, Samson didn't, he didn't lose his glory. Who did he lose? Who took it? I'm asking. Delilah. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond Night at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on Friday at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Frenessa service on Sunday at 8 a.m. 
Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny Hyphen Jedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-275100800. So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org you were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed Name.